Hey, what's going on? It is episode 224 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. It's been like five weeks since we podcasted. And I know in the beginning of the year, nice. we said we were going to try to do 52 episodes. So we have, we're going to have to try to double up or I'll just, do a, or just a couple. say uncle and, and, and uh, just go with whatever we can. We can do two in a week. Why not? I mean, it, we can't do one in a week. Well, yeah, but it's like uh, when we're good, we're good. Baby. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. So it's like if we're, if if we're having a, a light week, let's do two or three, two tree couple. I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta tell you about this. So last year, I got dragged to the Porter. I hate fairs. We know this, but I got dragged to the Porter County Fair last year, and I I keep forgetting this guy's name to see some country act. Why do you pick to go so far? Like I don't my so, but the Porter County Fair has country concerts. Like you know, uh, the 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 Hammonds uh, Festival of the Lakes has like hip hop. And like uh, mm-hmm. classic rock, classic rock, rock and hip hop. Yeah. So I, the Porter County Fair draws like a, a I would say, oh, and Latin night, a decent my personal favorite level country act that's contemporary. Not like who did they have? Bad Company, so which not is you know Merle Haggard. Well, what I'm saying is, is they have somebody who's currently touring and popular gotcha. right now. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, like they throw all, yeah. they throw all their denim in one basket. Last year we saw Brett Young. I don't know who that was. And remember I told you on the podcast, I was really disappointed because it was the first time I saw a country show, not really into country music, at mm-hmm. least contemporary country music. And I was really irritated that the guy did not have a cowboy hat or a cowboy belt or cowboy boots. He was wearing like a Cubs hat and uh, like a, a T-shirt half tucked in, half untucked. Get a grunt style shirt on, you know it. <laughs> he, but he wasn't what I wanted out of a country star to see. Didn't you say he played a ton of covers too? Yeah. You're like, yo, this is... He played like Smokey Robinson, but the country hmm. version. So he he like mixed it up and, and did his own arrangement of like uh, some popular music. But I think he may have only had a couple hits. He, so, did, he did my neck, my back. So this year, <laughs> as you could assume, uh, I was less than thrilled. My wife's like, this is going to be a, a, a reoccurring thing. So we already got tickets and we're going this year again. So I've been dreading it. And I was like trying to figure out anything to do to back out until the last minute. She's uh, like, remember that tradition I started last year? <laughs> Still going strong, so, baby. So this year was a guy named Luke Combs. And I have no idea I who know this that guy name. Luke Combs is. So I'm we get sorry. to the Porter County I'm sorry Fair. sorry for myself, but I know that name. Luke Combs looks like he should be a tow truck driver living in Black Oak. No disrespect to tow truck drivers. Oh, uh, He's not handsome? So I see pictures of him. No. Uh, I see pictures of them like all around, you know, all their advertising as you Mm -hmm. walk in there and, uh, I'm like, uh, I'm going to be, this is, this is less than, uh, this is going to be less than exciting. I mean, just unfortunately judging a book by its cover, you shouldn't, but I did. And I was like, yeah, oh, you can, that's fine. This guy looks like, uh, you ever see that? There was a show I used to watch lizard lick towing. It was like one no. of those uh, reality shows where they like they're down in like the bayous of Louisiana and they tow tow vehicles. Okay, this guy looked like he should be on the reality show. TV towing. Show. Yeah. So anyway, while I'm standing there waiting for him to go on at eight o'clock, uh, the girls are getting some elephant ears or whatnot, 
and there's a a band on one of the second stages like outside and they're playing um they're like you know doing their little announcement where they're from hey everybody two female singers and they got you know violins and mandolins there's and it's two a stages. country it's a country yeah this is like a small stage outside the big cuz they have a big arena yeah. but this is like a, just a you know a warm up act that's unaffiliated okay. and they're talking about how they they drove down from uh Nashville and you know doing their little spiel and there's like six or seven people in their tent and uh I'm standing there with uh my wife's friend's husband and the, these this band starts playing and these girls are amazing singers and we're talking and he's like yeah you know I can't believe it like these these girls are so they're so good like you know, I can't believe that they're playing the, the small stage and, you know, they're doing this and doing that. How come they're not stars? And he was like, I, I go to Nashville a lot and I hear a lot of these people perform and it blows my mind that there's so much talent and how come, you know, what what separates these people from these people? And I go back to, the, not that I'm the know-all, be-all, end-all, but I go back to the fact of, like, these people do a really good job of playing other people's music because they were doing all covers, and they're really, really talented musicians, mm-hmm. very good singers, and they're both really good-looking females who are in this group. They got, got all the things that would work out. Gotcha. But what they don't have is, from what I could tell, they're not singer-songwriters. They're singers that are mm-hmm. playing other people's music. Yeah. And when you... So to be a singer, to a, a songwriter and a performer and be good at both of those things, that's that like next level. Right. But yeah. I was looking at this Luke Combs guy and I'm like, well, see, he, this is where this guy falls short because he looks like that, like, like uh, Clay Aiken. It doesn't matter how good you are at the end of the day. You have to be a marketable person. Yeah. This that's why is Blake Shelton. He's no better than any other country singer. The ladies just like him. He's charming. This is where uh, country music takes a turn, though. They are the exception to a rule, right? Because uh, apparently you don't have those other things about being super attractive don't necessarily have to. You didn't used to have to be. Used to be great. You could be a hit. Well, I love beast it. Yeah, I mean, you're, there's all kinds of. Uh, I mean, that's that's one of, of many. Dwight Yoakam, right? He's no, uh, you <laughs> know, no Frank Sinatra. Yeah, he doesn't have any mirrors in his house. So we go into this Luke Combs show, and uh, I'm doing my normal back to the stage, arms crossed. They, you know, they come on, the show starts put headphones on. and they have like a little like entry, uh, like, ah, eh, like two minute lead in where it's like, uh, there's like a screen above it and there's some audio going on. It sounds like a radio dial turning to different stations and a okay. little ACDC playing a little, and I'm sitting down. That's his, at, uh, his prep. Yeah. It's his like lead in. Right. Okay. So, uh, and there's like, you know, flashes, pictures of his symbol or whatever his, you know, his insignia or his, okay. uh, write his name or whatever. And I'm sitting down, and everybody else is standing up. Now, what I didn't realize was the, the crowd was twice as big as it was the year before because Luke Combs apparently had, like, four hits that had been on the top of the country charts for 44 consecutive weeks. So last year, yeah, I knew what we name. gather... What, what's his hit? Does he sing Drink a Little Drink, Smoke a Little Smoke? He sings a Long Neck, Ice Cold Beer Never Let Me Down. Mm, no, try again. Uh, Hurricane... <laughs> Mm. I'm showing my hand here. I don't know any songs. I don't yeah. like country music. No. So anyway, yeah. he... Um, I was thinking of Lucas Hairbrush. That's a way <laughs> he, st- he stands up, or I'm, everyone's standing up. I'm sitting down, and everyone's, he comes on stage, and everyone's clapping, and I'm like, you know what, man? I can't... This is going to be a two hours of my life. I'll never get back. You're like, ah, I wish I was at property. Tell you what. By the end... No, I wouldn't go to that. Okay. But at the end of the show... <laughs> um, at the end of the... Sh- by the end of the show, I was like completely overwhelmed at how good this guy was. Oh, boy. Never seen anything like it. I don't I don't like the way this is shaping up. I'm, I thought you were going to continue to shit on He also it. didn't have a cowboy hat. No. 
I thought I was too, but I have to. You know what? Here's the thing. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I wasn't wrong because I really. I, I mean, he's still uh, well, ugly. He's okay. still not attractive. Right, so that I'm right, right about. Right. But um, Turns out this guy put on a hell a of a show, and he, every song was better than the next one. I couldn't believe it. Still doesn't mean yeah. I want to go back to Puerto Rico. Couldn't County. have been worse than the one before. He <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> wasn't uh, half bad. Wasn't half good either. All I can tell you is I, I, I was blown away. And so I you're thought, a Luke Combs fan now. Is I, I was going to buy a T-shirt. I well, you were not. Sure, I was. Dude, but then I, you, I held myself back. If you were wearing a Luke Combs shirt when I, it would, I was and like, I was, I had no alcohol. I did not drink one sip of alcohol. I did have some coffee, and some CBD, but that uh, that didn't change anything. I don't think. If you were wearing a Luke Combs shirt, I would think I was in the upside down, dude. <laughs> I would just think like it's like bizarre. I don't know. I feel like some good music it transcends style. It transcends it uh, genre. Yeah, I mean if it's if it's and performance too. I mean, if if someone's really good, they're really good. But my issue with modern country music is it's... I don't know why it doesn't... It doesn't bother me with other genres. It bothers me with rap, with the mumble rap stuff a little bit. And it bothers me with Ariana Grande for some reason. But I hate when music is so pandering. It's so just... It feels like... Like checkboxes. Like, it's just a Mad Libs. And you're just filling it out like, okay, pick a vehicle. You can either pick truck... Or old Chevy, like that's it. You know what I mean? Pick a drink, ice cold beer, margarita. Like this, they're so check the boxes. I, I, I agree with you, and this didn't seem like he needed to do the old like I'm a I'm a super rebel. I'm a you know I'm a country boy. I don't care. You kiss my country ass. None right. of that. It wasn't so much of that. Well, they're getting it was away a lot more from love that. songy. They're getting away from that because even country music has been tainted with the PC bug. Yeah. So like Toby Keith's not really smashing out hits anymore. <laughs> no. No, it's not, not talking really. about kicking Saddam in the ass. No, it's just no, it's just safer to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't want to alienate. Dude, I was in the car the other day, and uh, my wife put she puts on the channel, and it says it it shows the name of the song, mm-hmm. and she puts on country, which uh, it was a fight about it, but whatever. The song printout says "Alcohol You Later," <laughs> and I, the volume is all the way down, and I go, "You better change that goddamn shit before I hear one note. If I hear one note of "Alcohol You Later." This trip is over. So as this a ball performer, game is over. You you don't uh, play any country in your uh, in your set. No, I don't think so. Please oh. tell me you don't play Folsom Prison Blues. Oh uh, yeah. Oh God. Blues. I yeah. Juan does that one, but I back him up. But I mean, whatever. It's a staple. It's like, yeah. It can't. It needs to not be. There should be no more staples. Like, there's got to be other Johnny Cash songs. I'll tell you what. Boy I, named Sue. There's got to be other stuff course, you could be doing. Yeah, and Ring of Fire's out too. Really. Yeah, I agree. Black Dog. Once you make a biopic of that person, and that then that song gets played out again for a second time, I think there should be like a Hall of Fame of songs where it's like, okay, um, oh, what's what's the one I I, I never want to do again? There's a handful of Johnny Cash ones. Just no, in general, there's a handful of songs. Oh, American Girl. Oh yeah, it's fine, but hanging up in the rafters, mm-hmm. right? Just I'll I'll I'll. I'll be the brown eyed girl. Brown eyed girl. I'll be the first one to bleed on this floor. Smells like Teen Spirit, and I'm not talking about people covering it because they really don't. But just radio, just right. Hang it up. Hang it up. Right. Acknowledge that it's great. And oh, what's what's the um, what's the uh, Rolling Stone song? Sympathy for the Devil. Yeah. Yeah. For an hour straight. No, thank you. Or it's a fine song. It's a fine song. The Who, uh, Teenage Wasteland. I mean, there's a there's a long list. Bob O'Reilly. Bob O'Reilly, yeah. Yeah. Um, Rush. Yeah. 
There should all. be there should be a list <laughs> every song ever wrote. <laughs> no, but there should be a list of songs where it's like, hey, these we all like. Let's take a vote. Do we all love them? Great. Let's put them away. I agree. Um, there's a lot. Zeppelin's got a Zeppelin has oh, yeah. so many good songs, and they but continue. No one's to, ever, they yeah. continue to just play Cashmere yeah. and what was it Black Dog? Black Dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's a problem. In other news, I got to ask you as a as a fellow person without a father, do you find your how how many times a year do you see your dad in stores in cars that pass you on the road? See him? Yes. Like were you a glimpse of me? Like holy uh, crap, dude! That's honestly my... maybe once a year or every two. But years. it happens. Yeah, but it's got to be somebody with a jacked up hat that can't wear it correctly. Uh, he's got to have like carry his weight in weird spots. He's got to have his hands do funny things. Like, there's so many. I just I just noticed and i was talking to a, a guy in, in our same position recently i go you know it, it comes in waves like there'll be times where i'll be walking through a mire and i'll be like holy crap i'll have to do it like a double take and go back down an aisle i'll be like that's my dad oh that's crazy it's weird really you never have that well you said you honestly it's so rare but when it does happen like i'm not okay for a while i'm like well this day's shot i'm like i might as well get back in bed i might as well get back in bed and and pretend i didn't take that morning shit just do this whole thing over again yeah I, I just I feel like good. I feel like everybody has to have that, so it's got to be something that's not uh, not specific to me. But I was like, no, Man. and I guess it depends on like how unique your dad was. I mean, everybody thinks their dad's unique, but if you know I can even see the back of somebody's head or like the side profile or whatever, just a quick glimpse, and I have to do a triple take. My dad was really big and like he. I've never looked... run up and hugged anybody yet. <laughs> no, he's like I wouldn't have hugged him. Crying so. on him. You know, that makes sense. Uh, my dad was very like dad like in his like clothing mm. like every once in a while I'll put on shorts and a shirt and I'll go oh Jesus like like I he look. tucks in a polo in his in his khaki or rope colored yeah yeah uh, yeah tactical shorts yeah a lot of stuff like shirts that he got from like some company picnic or something just like every once in a while I'll take a picture and I'll have cargo shorts on a shirt and I'll go oh Jesus I look like somebody <laughs> said that once like oh man you look like a dad in that picture and I was like it was like the worst insult ever I was like <laughs> oh my god are you for real <laughs> you got that like I said that 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 Brown leather belt that looks like it's woven together, almost like a like a Native American oh, belt, like a wicker basket, yeah. like wicker. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, like somebody worked hard to catch fish and I, put it in there. I saw a meme the other day where it was like <laughs> a dad's, uh, my dad, his dad's evolution of New Balances from lawn mowing all the way to to uh, like current day brand new. I wear these out shoes. Yeah, like and and you could see there was like maybe eight pairs of progression. Like these are the ones he only uses for the lawn. These are the ones maybe cleans is the cleans the garage with. These are the you know, and they were it went from super white. You to go to your kids' ball game wearing these ones, right. yeah. But they were all the same make and model, like the exact same. I get the four oh sevens, different yeah. grades of deterioration. Yes. Yeah, that's funny. You mentioned uh, we. I know we talk about dads a lot, but I had this funniest conversation the other day. I was talking about. I was saying that like I considered doing a podcast at one time with my brothers. And I was like, but I I wouldn't really feel the need. I wouldn't have the urge to put it out. I wouldn't care who listened to it. It would be more about the, the journey than the destination, like way more, you know? And I was like, it'd be cool to have the podcast so or so that later on your kids, re- we kind of do it this way anyway. But, you know, for other people, this would be a way for our kids to sort of know who we are when we're not in dad mode, when we're not going, that's not a good decision and blah, blah, like without... You know, when we don't have that tuning fork out, when we're not trying to steer them, mm-hmm. when they see, like, the bad decisions and dumb things you make, right? Uh, jokes about maybe whatever, like, inappropriate stuff. Well, um, my wife was like, well, you guys already, 
everybody already has that. Like you, that used to be a good idea, but everyone has it now because of social media. If your kids want to know who you are, they just need to like in, in 10 years when my kids are older and they're like, I want to see who my dad really was. They can just go through all my social media posts and they can look through it all. Well, I had this idea. Now hear me out. This has to happen posthumously, right? I also, you're not the only one inventing companies around here. I got a company too. It's called deaddadbox.com. Oh. Check this out. This so, is a definite innovation. So yeah, 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 yeah. The innovation this week is called Dead Dad Box, and it's going to be on deaddadbox.com, maybe .dog, maybe .org. I'm not sure. It's going to be, first of all, I have a box of stuff with, some of my dad's stuff in it, right? And when I'm feeling sorry for myself or, or had too much to drink or something, sometimes I would look at it, right? And I thought, well, I like to, to seek that thing out, but but I'm going to be a company that's going to do that for people. What we're going to do is I'm going to comb through, okay, say okay, say we got a listener, their, their, their dad dies this week. I give him a couple days to grieve. Then I swoop in with my with my business plan. I go through all their dad's social media, all of it. I comb through all the audio, all the videos, all the selfies, everything he's done. I get rid of all the bad stuff or the stuff that makes him look bad, bad pictures, um, off color comments, off color, semi-racist quotes. He makes full racist quotes, full racist quotes, (laughs) just pictures of him in blackface. I get rid of, I get rid of all that. I find all the good stuff that they did and, and I compile it. Like, you remember that book shit my dad says? Yes. I would compile the best of the best quotes and funniest stuff and the stuff that makes them look the most ooh deadmombox.com too coming in this fall right i'm going to switch it up but you find all that stuff and you put it together because yeah anyone can go through their social media posts but it takes it takes forever dude yeah, why should they do it when you can you can comb through all of it and there might be some stuff that disturbs you maybe pictures of i don't know you know what i mean mm-hmm. stuff stuff that you don't want to see we'll be the judge of what you want to see so, it'll be a box of stuff for the kids, so that uh, now will they- this will this be a monthly box where you where you slow leak it out instead of giving it you know uh, like in the mm, Netflix that's a fashion, business plan. you do a twelve month or a six month depending on how much you want to pay and give it up. I could give you more up front. You can binge it. I like that. Or you can you can get something every month, a tangible piece of. Some clothing or yeah. some a, sm- a cologne that your dad wore that you could smell. That's it. Like you know two, what I mean? Like two or three hundred bucks for everything right up front, yeah. or twenty, thirty bucks a month. Lock of your every, father's hair, every, some mustache blood, comb, some yeah, dirty stuff, underwear, stuff I stole from the funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> so like every month I send a box of stuff along with you take all his posts and stuff and you put them. You know, Shutterfly makes little books. Mm. We make little books of all his. Of all his uh, flattering quotes and things like that, to paint them as a good person. What are five items that would be in your dad's dead dad box? Oh my gosh, in my in yeah. my dad's dead box, yeah. uh, dead dad box. That's it's hard to say. It, it, yeah, they all have to work on the name. If you could pick DDB dot dog, if you could pick <laughs> five items that would be in that box, to be the most poignant pieces in that box for uh, you to receive, it would be. Some comics that he drew, like artwork he drew. It would be a small Coke bottle. It would be something to do with a picture of him by a plane. 
Um, uh, there might be some Mash 4077 stuff in there, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it would be no stuff for the family though. No, it'd be all his hobbies. Oh, like a real. It would be like a, his like a model railroad car. It'd be it'd be all my dad's hobbies. Yeah, I think I see that's the reason that I struggle the same way. Like my dad's would be one of those hand squeezing things. You know, <laughs> to get your hands. What about strong. the weight that he would put on the pistols? The weight and hook to the with the weight to the exi- so <laughs> yeah. so basically it would be the hand grip and then it it hangs on a hanger piece with a lead ball at the end of it so it mocks the same exact weight of a pistol because he was a competition right. pistol shooter. Uh, a black unbreakable comb, for sure. Um, a DVD box set, best of Chuck Norris. Ooh, I got two more items in here. Uh, probably a uh, a net back hat with the name of his uh, the ship he was on during <laughs> okay, in the navy. Okay, yeah. And uh, I would say keys to uh, a key ring from his business. With keys to his uh, Corvette. That makes sense. Yeah, that's good. So, but I like the idea of, I was, see, I was thinking compile it all. And yeah, but but wouldn't you rather, like, you know, what, what, if I bought you a Cigar of the Month Club, it's better than getting a bunch of cigars and having a bunch of them go to waste for you sure. smoke them right away. So. Well, and here's the thing, too. Fall comes. Oh, fall. You're you're thinking about your, your loved you ones, right? Fall, fall, a little bit of the sad start to set in, right? Mm-hmm. You get the feels in the fall. Um. Pictures of your dad raking leaves. Your dad's oh, favorite cardigan. Your your dad's favorite cardigan. You uh, pictures of you with your dad raking leaves. Like what? You know what I mean? Like all these things. Your dad um, yelling at you for not raking the leaves correctly. Yeah, the social media posts of him saying like, "How come the new neighbors in quotes don't rake their leaves?" Right. Exactly. Oh, that, no, maybe I should delete that one. Actually, probably I should. I'll end up deleting that one. It's him though. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to erase his, <laughs> right. his true essence. So well then. Should the shape be to carve them out and make them look better, or to show who they truly were? I think you have to uh, find show, keep their essence, but but get rid of the extremes. So you got to find a balance. Yeah, there. you you got to be somewhere in the middle. Well, it's like a Snapchat filter. Like you're not going to mm-hmm. make this guy like oh he's not going to be like you're not going to all of a sudden be like oh he was this like nonstop philanthropist that was accepting of everybody right, right. and always took the time to listen to you and didn't mind didn't care about his hobbies he was worried about what you were doing mm-hmm. we're going to be like i smell this is i call it bs yeah it's just not going to it's not going to ring true to you dead dad box i like ddb dot dog i i only know because i was to a podcast and people are not using dot com always now they're using dot dog what's dot dog dude i don't know man but, dot org you mean no dog oh, no there was this. maybe i maybe it was a joke and i misunderstood it uh, speak, <laughs> speak i think you can use that now speaking we, of father-son stuff which we uh we do my son is still at camp he's been gone for weeks he'll be back a week like another i still have another week and a half which i've been doing all his chores while while he's gone and i cannot he can't get back soon enough how long has it been uh, so all in total, he'll be gone like uh, just over three and a half weeks. So he's been gone for like two and some change at this point. So he's still got like another week and a half. Two weeks? Yeah. I thought it was longer than that. No. Why did it feel like he's been gone like two months? I don't know. He hasn't. I think I see these pictures you post and it just it looks like he's just living out there like Lord <laughs> of the Flies. And I'm just yeah. Like... That's what I told my wife because she's like, he's not going to, we're done now. And I'm like, this is his summer. This is what he does. He plans on summering in Wisconsin every year. So. Seems pretty great. Know, yeah. Seems pretty great. He's not complaining about it. But before, Did they put the focus on the Jewish stuff? No. Or is it just like-minded individuals? Well, not like... Yeah. Well, like, because I used to go to church camp. And so, like, yeah. we, dude, we'd wake up and it was like... 
I forget what they call it, Vespers or something. Like, you get up and, like, you know, it's a Bible lesson. You're singing praises, you know, well, so blah, blah, blah. On Friday night, they have temple. But outside of that, I don't think. I mean, and, and okay. I think I think they, they, they dabble it in, but there's still, there's there's sports, you know, with Jewish okay. kids. But, uh, <laughs> right. You know, they're they, they do basketball team stuff, is looking good this year. And, and, uh, and, uh, no, that's know, super cool. I just stuff. didn't know if it was like the one I went to. I have fond memories of it, but I also feel like it was borderline emotional abuse. Well, uh, the, the, <laughs> without lot, the borderline part, a lot of the counselors are from Israel. They're like IDF soldiers that come and do like internships at the camps yeah. and teaching Krav Maga and, yeah. and all that stuff. They're so, te- they're teaching American Jews how to be Israeli Jews. Oh, they're, trying, they're, trying, nice. they're trying to get everybody to sign up. I think, you know, I told what? them no contracts, nothing signed. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you don't owe them anything. Remember that. Yeah. They're like, uh, t- 10 of you are going to the Gaza Strip. <laughs> 80 of you are coming back. <laughs> well, so uh, right before he went to camp, I took him shooting for the first time, which is another thing, that another landmark that, you know, my dad, that really made me uh, miss my dad because I know oh, that, that would have been be something he would have been thing. He would have been all over that, you know. He would have been like, forget wrestling, forget all this other stuff. You're gonna be a competitive shooter. That would have yeah. been, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was funny because I sprung it on him. I all, I, I just like when I let him drive that one day, and I took him out, and I was just like, hey, dude, get behind the wheel and drive, you know, in a parking lot. But same thing with the gun. He's like, where are we going? I was like, hey, we're gonna go shooting. And he's like, nah, I'm not into it. Let's go do something else. And I'm like, what? Like, you're not your father's son. What's going on here? Yeah. And then we went to the range, and he was real standoffish and real like, oh, he goes, I'll, I'll shoot like one one magazine, but then I, I just want to be done, and then we, we can clear out it. Then we can clear out of here. And so ultimately what it was is he was just so scared and nervous of like what shooting gun was going to be. You, no. never, you know, and it's it's intimidating, I guess. I just grew up around it. So and my well, dad, you my dad never let me be intimidated by it because he was like, you're going to be doing this. It's just not even a, up to you. Yeah. But would you want to suck at something in front of you? No. But you know what I mean? Like, he's like, I oh, would if I'm a bad so, shot. This is so it, whether I've talked about it or not. When I grew up, um, we my dad was friends with a guy who owned a gun shop in South Chicago Heights. So we would go during the week a couple times a week or whatever um, to this gun shop in the evenings. And my dad and his buddies, his shooting team, would be upstairs BSing while this guy's doing people are coming in buying stuff or whatever. And we're in the basement in the range with our BB. We started out with BB guns, you know, and they would leave us down there and they'd have the camera on us and they would just watch us and and bullshit while we were down there. Then we moved to pellet guns. And me and my brother, like, you know, I remember one time I I was shooting the the clip that holds the target trying to get the BB to deflect and hit my brother and the next, you know, thing over. And then my brother shot me in the foot with a pellet gun at point blank rate, like a, you know, a pump pellet gun in the yeah. foot. Is that worse than BB? Uh, yeah. Cause it flattens out. Okay. So, so a BB, it hurts, but a pellet flattens, you know what I mean? And the B- the, so the yeah, back yeah, yeah. of it comes through and it turns, it squishes like the down like the size of a quarter, not a out. size of a quarter, but you know, so, uh, um, what's it, what's a good age for it, by the way? Cause I've always promised my kid a for BB a BB gun. gun? I mean, it depends on w- w- where you're going to be shooting it in the garage. Like we had reaction uh, backyard at a target or something. My dad had like a reactionary target with like the little heads and you knock them down and then you shoot the one in the middle and it pops them back up. I don't know. Eight, seven, eight. Yeah. Cause I told my kid ever since he saw, um, that Christmas story movie, mm-hmm. ever since he saw that, he's like, Oh, I want one of those guns really bad. And this was two or three years ago. And I, I, it seemed like a long time in the future. And I was like, ah, eight, you know? And then he told me the other day, he's like, Hey, uh, a few weeks and I'll be eight. And I was like, cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Your birthday's coming. He's like, no, you know what that means? I was like, no. He goes, that gun. I'm getting that gun. Like he was very adamant about it. you promised eight. It's like, oh, shoot. 
But I think eight's all well, right, right? Well, so, yes, I, I that's what I think. But I will tell you that, like, we kind of skipped over it. We did a little bit of it, and they really liked it. But then it, got, it just got annoying because there was BBs everywhere. And I would take it and lock it up. I would take it and put it away so they couldn't get to it when I wasn't, uh, mm. or my son couldn't get to it when I wasn't around because I was just afraid he was going to be, you know, then I had a slingshot for a while, a wrist rocket. That's what I started him with. And anyway. Dude, me so, and my cousins used to have BB gun fights. Like, yeah, wars. so did we. Like, but it, it was a different no, time. no helmets, no gloves. no like I wouldn't do it at the house. We'd go in the woods. No, well, they lived out in, like, Monticello or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd just run out by this barn and stuff. They had to just shoot each other. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a couple of times you get hit, like, a, like near the eye and it'd freak you out. And you'd be like, oh, okay, I need to take well, a break. Well, and we'd you... all be like, hey, no headshots. And then I would aim specifically for oh, somebody's head. That doesn't <laughs> sound like you. But uh, so with, with with all this being said, we went to the range and uh, the people at Deb, we went to Deb's in, uh, in Hessville. And Why'd was, you go there? Uh, indoor range. It was super, and it was cl- it was it's closer for uh, me than anywhere else. Yeah. And um, anyway, they were super nice, and they let us down there, and we were shooting. And uh, so he shot a magazine or two, and I he was shooting a forty five. It was it was pretty, you know, it had pretty big kick. And he didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't until we got in the car and we were ready to leave. He was like, "Hey, when can we go back?" Even when we were in there, he's like, "Hey, let's clean up and get out of here." And I was like, "I have a whole another box ready to go." And he's like, ah, "I'm good." And I just shot. And then he, mm. then he was like, after we left, he was like, okay, it wasn't that big of a deal. Got Let's the go jitters back. out, you know? Yeah. So um, now he's now he's he's levying for a gun for his birthday. Hey, could I have a gun for my A birthday? gun gun? Yeah. yeah, but I would lock it. It would be something he would be carrying around. Oh, yeah. He's going to be packing heat. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, this is just kind of like how I grew up as a kid. You know, I guess in Indiana, but I was actually going to Illinois. But yeah. um, it's what my but dad whatever. was into. And it was just... Uh, I don't think I had time to be afraid because my brother wasn't afraid and he was two years younger and he always wanted to do everything my dad wanted to do. So it was like, Hey, you, you have, in order to hang out with these guys, you're, you're going to have to, you had to assimilate. Yeah. So it just was that, you know? Yeah. So interestingly enough, that was another new first going shooting. So, but I mean, how did he, how did he, he, he was, it was all right. He said he was fairly timid. Great. Yeah. No, I don't mean great. about the accuracy. Nobody cares about <laughs> yeah, that. that call, yeah. Yeah. He, he was. He was definitely timid. But you know what? Uh, did he? I, bl- did he blow the smoke off the end of the barrel? No, like, but like, but he was like, "Hey, when we come back, like, let's bring some different guns." And I was like, "You have to clean all these now, too." Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. Did he turn it sideways and be like, "Like, blacka, blacka"? No. Like, did he like do any like Tupac shit? <laughs> I have. I do all the time just because I try to. <laughs> then I'm like, yeah. "Well, hey, let's see how I, I shoot this way. Can I shoot upside down? Can I shoot sideways? Can I shoot?" Oh, you, you know? do the upside down thing. I I have yeah yeah, but it just it always it always you're just like okay then what I know another guy that always does that in front of groups to look cool though but yeah I don't know that I've ever thing. done that because I'm afraid I won't do well so well, if I've yeah. done it it's been it's it's been in the, just to mess around yeah it's yeah. been in it's been in my own uh, you know in my own little booth yeah so getting away from dads for a minute though dude I went to uh, I took my kids downtown today. Uh, yeah, that seems smart during Lollapalooza. Dude, here's the idiot. thing. Here's the thing. I'm so... And you're at Maggie Daly, right? So you're right there. I'm so officially like old now and unhip and out of it. Like That's why I'm drinking this BS today. I was like, I'm just... I'm a, I'm a basic bitch. I'm just... Give me White Claws or whatever, right? I'm just... I don't have... Is that what that is? That's like a White Claw. Oh, okay. Slightly cheaper version. It's like the Aldi version. <sighs> I don't know. It's at a liquor store. But like, yeah, I just... um, You know, summer's... Almost done. There's only a couple weeks left before they start school. So I realized I've been working a lot and doing other stuff. And I was like, oh, man, I promised them all this cool stuff. So now I'm trying to cram it in. 
they have been begging me to go on a train ride. They'd never been on a train. They just wanted to do it. Looked cool. So the last time I tried to go, I was late and we missed the train. So we blew it. And today I was late. And we missed you realize the train. there's more than one, right? Yeah, uh, like in an hour and a half. Oh, okay. Or whenever it was like it was like an hour later, and the people that we were meeting had already got on that train oh. or whatever. So, anyways, so I missed the train again today. What? L- long story. So we went to the park, killed some time, then went to the next one. Okay. But um, so we go to Chicago and we're on the train and I'm looking around, and do you remember I talked about last? I think one of the last time we po- we podcasted, I was like festival seasons here. That means like little skank seasons here. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I'm I'm on the I'm on the train. I'm, just, I'm looking around. It's unreal. Everyone's got. I'm like, what? What is? I figured it's just it's summer. I just didn't know at all, right? I'm like, it's summer, so people are having fun in the city. There's all these chicks wearing like band aids and body glitter and stuff, and I'm going, what the fuck? What's band aids? Like that's it. Like oh, not okay. much else, right? And then there's all these. And by the way, all guys wear pink now. Like, it's like it's like pink, like the color pink, like it's super cool, like for kids, like pink pastel shorts, a pink pink pink, and a pink shirt, pink really? bandanas. Oh, there's tons of kids wearing. Who pink. wears a bandana? Chachi. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chachi, and, and he wears them around his neck, right, now. and his knee. No, I got to be honest though. Some of the ones people had around the neck look kind of cool. I was like, listen, <laughs> I don't have a lot of style. I probably wouldn't do pink, but I was like, but there's something cool about doing okay. a bandana, not like Axl Rose style, right? Although I get a, I get like a wave of nostalgia, mm-hmm. and I want to wear that like that too. I want to wear the bandana and then the hat over it. Gotcha. Or the suicidal tendencies where the bandana comes like right above your eyelid. Yeah. Yeah, like the Cholo style. Like Robert Frank or any. <laughs> Edward James Almost or yeah. whoever. So like, and I'm looking around and I'm like, what is going on? There's, then there's just like swarms, swarms of what look like they're probably 18, 19, but they look like they're 12 because I'm so old now or I feel so old. They're just swarming out. And I'm like, what is going on? And then everyone's like, they're all vaping and just they all smell like Axe body spray. The opposite of Axe body spray, and just it's just awful. It was so, I was so out of my element. So I Google because you're riding the train with people going to Lollapalooza. It's me and my kids, and it's groups of people all going to Lollapalooza, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with Lollapalooza. I just you want to feel like you're 39, get in a train with your kids who are excited because they've never been on a train before and they can't wait to go to a playground. And then have a bunch of kids like that are all like mollied up with like glow everything in pastel and and some of them still have like braces but their boobs are out and it's, it's so weird dude. So I'm like, I Google things to do in Chicago this weekend. That's still how dumb I am because I'm like I don't know what's going on. And I was like, it must be Lollapalooza. Turns out it was. So all these people are going to Lollapalooza. Um, I just had to like, which my- is, I mean, you could hit a golf ball from Lollapalooza to Maggie Daly. It's the same. Strip, yeah. It's it's separated by like a road. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's the long, is Grant Park, and then you just the continuation of Grant Park is then called Millennium Park, where the where the like if you're not from around here, it's like where the bean is. You mm-hmm. know, the big metal bean, and uh, the uh, the Pritzker Pavilion and and all these metallic bridges and cool stuff. So we get there. What's great is that nobody's really. Like, once we get out of the crowd into the park, the park's not bad. Because most people are like, there's no way I'm bringing my kids to Maggie Daly Park today. <laughs> right. That's a terrible idea. There's going to be madness and chaos. It's a and, badass uh, park. I will I will give it that. It is great, dude. We went, um, I let my kid do the rock wall. Then we. Uh, I took a page out of your book and I rented roller skates. 
but I had rollerblades because mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't feel like being the only one with four wheels. And my kids got scooters, and we did laps around the park in that, and that was super cool. And then uh, they just played at the park for a couple hours, but the whole time I would just look out and just... You were able to put on rollerblades and be proficient enough to to go around and not fall down or anything? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I was able to do laps or whatever. I'm not good. I went backwards a little bit, but it wasn't pretty. Oh. It wasn't pretty. And I have to go real slow before I transition. But yeah, it was it was awesome. But my kids would be playing at the park, and then I would just look over like a stone's throw, and I would just see people wearing like translucent poker visors <laughs> with like paint on them on their heads, and just like it was just it was so crazy. Like, dude, I, I think I was telling you earlier, the the fashion now is so crazy. Like, every girl's pants start the waist of their pants is now about three centimeters below their chin. It is so high. Really, that's the style. It's past their nose, bro. Like it, it's like a burka. It goes over their eyes. It looks like the guy Wilson from the uh, Tim Allen hit show. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. It's like a mush mouse hat and bad yeah, Albert, like but the other way from the bottom. Yeah, but up. from the bottom up. Yeah, the waist on these. It's funny because when when I was coming up, all the girls had the lowest. The, the waists were so low. It was like, oh my god, like how does that cover anything? But it wasn't. A, they didn't care about the length. Right now, the waist is so high, but their butt is still hanging out. It's. It is so uncomfortable. It, it was it was just a shit show. It was an absolute shit show. But your boy Hobo Johnson was there. Oh yeah, yeah. At Lollapalooza, guy, or guy at Maggie Daly Park. He was, it was a, just a hobo. He, he was just a hobo named Johnson. Yeah, no, he was there. And actually, when we were leaving, I heard a little bit of it. And you're so close, you can hear the music. Still, you just can't see you it. Didn't even have to pay. No, I was. That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, let's go down the block. Just I'll give these kids some ice cream and I'll watch Hobo Johnson. It'll be amazing. But there was these helicopters. I don't know if they were like for security. All right, man, Kyle, relax. <laughs> no, they, I don't know if it was for security. They sec- were all over the place, man. Every time I drove, there was all like helicopters. black, helicopters. not making any noise. Weird, dude. <laughs> nah, but they like they were. There. I don't know if they were surveillance or security or what. But they were so loud that from where I was at, all I could hear was a helicopter. So I didn't get to hear Hobo Johnson. Mm, it, ruined, it ruined it for me. That's a damn shame. It ruined it for me. But the moral of the story is. Check and make sure there's not a four-day music festival going on before you mm. hop on public transportation. But it would have been worse if I drove, dude. Yeah. you imagine trying to drive your car down Michigan? Oh, yeah. No with doubt. No doubt. groups of MC Hammer pant-wearing uh, pant chicks staring at their cell phones? And Oh, and uh, basketball jerseys are huge. I didn't know that. Again, really? Dude. Any bulls? Or- every guy was wearing a basketball or a baseball jersey. Really? Every single See, day. I feel I counted, I, I completely one. out of it. I haven't seen I couldn't tell you the oh. last time I saw somebody in a basketball jersey or baseball jersey. Have you been to Hessville? No. There's, I was there, yes, to shoot at Deb's Gun Range, but I got <laughs> in and out. You did go I to Hessville. Did, I did. I did. You had to see at least at least the cashier was wearing one. I got in and out. Like some old lady wearing like a Clyde Drexler. <laughs> <laughs> uh you ever notice that in old timey photos? You never the, the black and white like you go to a museum or you go like you look through old family pictures. Real or pretend? Real. Okay. There's never any kids or people in make in in, in informal ones where it's like the whole family gets together. It's like, hey, grandma, we're gonna take a nice picture for grandma. Nobody's ever making a funny face. My nephew, my sister's kid. Yeah, because it costs like a whole summer's worth of This of kid fleets. ruins every family picture at the last second with some horrible <laughs> face that he's making uh, on purpose. 
And so I started thinking about it, and like you have to warn him, and, and it just it just exacerbates everything. He's trying like, to, hey, don't, yeah, don't make it. Uh, and he's smiling, and the minute the the camera flashes, he's you know he's figured out a way to like, you know, do the Beetlejuice thing where his head's stretched out and his eyeballs are out. I don't know how it happens, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I thought back, and I'm like, you know, in the olden days of of, of William Money and uh, you know the cowboy times and such. You never see anybody, any kids giving bunny ears or uh, making any kind because you know the father would have like butt stroked him with a, you know, yeah, with a shotgun. I don't think the sense of humor was no, we need to get back to that. If you're taking a formal picture, I mean, (laughs) well, didn't it take a long time too? Wasn't that like the reason like no one's ever smiling? Yeah, is because it's like. You have to like like, light a candle. Well, you got to hold this post for like five in this post for five (laughs) minutes, so no one can hold that. You try to hold it for like ten seconds, you feel weird. So everyone was just like, like look at look as look like your grandma just died, right? Just, yeah, everybody was very Quakerly, Quakerly looking. But I just I, I when I when I think back, I'm like, man, I don't remember ever in any of our family pictures anybody looking like they were. If I would have tr- like made a funny face and ruined a picture, my dad <laughs> and, and and even back then, you didn't know until the picture got developed. No, no, so you, you did had not. an ass beat, and they couldn't retake it. Nowadays, we look at it. We have to, we, you know, we try to uh, give them an attitude adjustment. To try well, to get, yeah, I think we, we can take do like that twenty better. of them. Yeah, and now you can hold down the button on your phone, and it takes like thirty, like, and then you can slide through and pick yeah. right before he, he changes his face, and and you know, jokes and the photographer on him. can go like, I think we can do better. Let's right, try it. that's his way but of saying. Imagine like, stop back it. then, you you go to uh, Zare and you open up the uh, the the photo. Uh, you know the, the the bag you would get of your your twenty eight exposures or however many. Oh know. yeah, like you go to Kmart or whatever. Yeah, right. And it's like yeah. a bunch of them were like like the camera moved, so the aperture was messed up, and it's just like a, a, a you know a smeared picture of everybody. <laughs> and then the one that's there's like one that's good. Do you remember you used to have those keychain cameras? You'd get it like Walgreens. They were tiny, and they had the little flip up thing you look through. Yeah, Great America. Yeah, would have them also. You'd get like one. You'd pay twelve dollars for your pictures to get uh, you know developed, and like two of them would come out. Be like, you know, twenty out of twenty eight exposures, you'd get like one good one. Yeah, two good ones, and you'd be like, well, that, that whole thing. Girls would get them like here's me and my BFF and a little <laughs> camera to hang them off their keychain and their mirrors. Yeah, they have a button, a collage mirror. But I just used to think like, hey, when you were taking pictures and you didn't know what was going to come, it's like you know, it's you you got one shot, like Eminem, one shot to get this right. Yeah, well, I think now the same as like we have so many options and there's so many do overs with everything. That mm-hmm. is just not even like it's just not even a thing. You couldn't even imagine, like, hey, we're going to take this photo. I couldn't imagine my kid if I was like, I would, I would have to be like our parents were. I would have to be like so serious, like, listen to me, you are fucking dead if you don't make <laughs> right. the best smile because i'm not paying 29.95 to olin mills especially I'm, yeah oh they're gonna have that, that paper that looks like it's like brushed by a paintbrush or whatever <laughs> yeah. like i'm not oh my god we're, we're gonna get a you know a giant picture two giant pictures and a bunch of wallets of you you know making the pig nose your mother just got her hair permed if you screw this photo up you're <laughs> exactly you're just dead you're absolute dead meat i couldn't even imagine my stomach would just be like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just, it's not even. Yeah, it's not fast. Like, just take a hundred. If you don't like it, pull out your phone and take a thousand more. Well, to say that, like, hey, you know, we were humorless back then. It's like, you just knew what was at stake. So nowadays, like I said, and if you think about it, look at even sports where, you know, when I go watch my daughter play little league, uh, whatever, softball or my, or when my son played baseball, all the parents would yell and scream and the umpire, they'd, they'd yell at the teenage umpire for making a bad call. But we're so spoiled now in all professional sports because you, they just go, well, let's just go to the tape. 
we have you have the referee at home who points to the first the first base umpire if he or excuse me you have the umpire at home who if he can't make the call he defers to the first for like a umpire. check swing he'll look if, at the third or first yeah base. if that guy can't make it he'll point to the third the third base umpire right yeah and then if they if none of them can figure it out then they just they're like let's go to the tape let's figure this let's out go yeah it's always there. But if you, you know, you remember just only a couple years back before they had instant replay, it was like you got Billy Martin like kicking dust on somebody's shoe and screaming and yelling yeah. and getting booted out because it's like, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to argue my way into you giving me the call. I don't think anything ever got overturned when a manager came out. I understand the manager yelling at the ump less than I do the hockey fight as far as like firing your team up. Mm-hmm. The manager comes out and gets in his face and just goes, oh yeah, oh yeah. And they just... Like they get right into those nose and they yell for a while. They just don't understand. Like how you, you guys are gonna play better baseball now. Like I just I don't I don't get it. At not so, only so not for only anybody does it who doesn't seem know, like you can't control your emotions. That's the theory. So the manager comes out and wants to get ejected because it's supposed to fire up his team and be like, hey, I took one for the team. Now they kicked me out. He cares about us that much. Yeah, I'm right. like, but now you're back there watching like ESPN. <laughs> You've already taken a shower and you're in your suit ready to go yeah. out tonight. Yeah, I like, just how many how many times has a manager been like, I gotta cut out early. Uh I I don't wanna you know, the owners are gonna be pissed, so I'm gonna orchestrate some sort of like uh, you know, bad call oh, argument. Have to be. And the dude's taking his Maserati out of the parking lot in the sixth inning. He's like, Listen, I was told to leave the stadium or they were gonna find the, the organization. What if like what if like the manager ate Olive Garden or something? It just wasn't doing well. It wasn't <laughs> and he also drank milk, right? Like well, he that, shouldn't be yelling and screaming and kicking dirt at that point. You well, never know what's thing. gonna happen. That combination of butter, oil, and milk and all We've that all together, been there. It's I, a bad new and oh it's ninety five degrees in St. Yes. Louis when you're playing that afternoon. Uh, and he just goes, You know what, dude? I'm in and out of the bathroom so much, just I gotta I gotta be done. So with just like one strike comes out, he's like, "Are you, are you kidding me?" I feel like you you got to be very careful on how animated you want to get because it could it could turn bad quickly. I've never seen, and I don't know that the history books have any kind of manager shitting his pants out on the field. No, I hope a- there's a picture somewhere. <laughs> but God. you have to think like during one of these strenuous hockey fights, someone is probably uh, you know. Maybe but hockey players two. are such animals; they don't care. Yeah, no, they're like, good. I like it better. I like it better that way. But let's but, let's also let, let's also not skip over the fact that I've never seen beside Nolan Ryan punching Robin Ventura, right? And the what was it? Uh, AJ Pruszynski getting punched by Michael Barrett. Mm-hmm. Is it Michael Barrett? Yeah, from the Cubs. Yep. Uh, I don't remember any baseball fight that ever amounted to anything. Basketball's even worse. It's like these guys are professional athletes and cannot fight to save their goddamn life. It, yeah. it, is is the is the you're getting <laughs> how can somebody be so coordinated, so gifted, dude? So you can physically throw a hundred two mile an hour fastball, but can't land a punch to the to the kidney. You can like, paint, you can paint the, the cor- you can paint the corners with a split finger fastball, but you can't. Hit that guy's head that's the size of a, a right. sandilla, a watermelon. Well, well, what I don't understand, too, is you... Okay, so the guy gets hit. He starts making his walk to first base. You're jaw-jacking. He's jaw-jacking. And what's what's the distance between home plate and the mound? Is it... It's 90 not, 90 is from 90 feet, it's yeah. the base path, but I don't know. Is it 90 to the pitcher's mound, too? 60, uh, no, 70, then, no. 75, whatever it is. Someone's yelling at the radio right now. Real man's but but man. what I'm saying is, is this so guy's halfway down the first baseline, and now he decides he's going to come at you. You have more than enough time to prepare yourself for, and, and it fight is on. No one's ever come across that and then got and then belly bumped and, and argued. Like players wise, enough attention. punches are getting thrown. Nobody pays enough attention 
to MMA to know that a shooter's worst nightmare is someone that just kicks. Right. So you know they're going to come shoot. How about how about a couple? How about a couple leg kicks? Take 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 them hammies out from under them. I've never seen, and you have to believe that some of these baseball players were probably two sport people in high school, right? So no, nobody's three. nobody's ever. I've never seen anybody shoot. And, and not to mention they beat, they beat their wives like crazy. Yeah, they make contact too. with that all the that's time. True. That's true. <laughs> that's true. All the time. They never miss their jaws. But with that being said. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know what, let's take a moment. Let's kneel down for the fact that sports or athletes in any sport outside of fight sports cannot fight to save their friggin' lives. It's the only thing that everyone in the world thinks they can do with zero training and preparation. Everyone thinks that I, I can fight because I'm angry. No, you can't, bro. They just, that um, that Pittsburgh... Pittsburgh and Cincinnati just went at it yeah, the other day. Yesterday. The, the day and, yeah, I forget what is the guy's name. But, but they the, were missing. They were but, throwing but he, like... But here's the deal. Here's the deal, man. Try it out. The guy was on the mound, was jaw-jacking with, with, with the uh, bench. The guy comes out of the bench. He runs at him full speed. The guy doesn't really move. He runs... The pitcher doesn't move. No, the pitcher runs at the guy, uh, I guess it at was the batter? a batter. Okay, he yeah. walked out of the dugout. The pitcher runs at this guy... Had a good two, three seconds yes. to decide what I want to do. The the guy that walked out of the dugout doesn't really move, but the guy was so animated that he ran like past him. So he runs and swings. Knocked his hat off, I think, with his left hand. This momentum was so fast that he swung and missed. The guy came around and he swung again and then barely made contact with like, the top of his head. I wonder if you took all the, the, the fights that have ever happened in baseball and basketball. Now, I know there was a rowdy era, like that, that early Bulls, like maybe the two-peat era where, you know, the Pistons, the Bulls, there were some like some some sure. some rough-and-tumble dudes, yeah. you know, back then playing basketball. But I still don't think any if – you, if you looked at all those fights and you counted punches landed, I don't think there'd be many. Do you think YouTube has a compilation of missed, they should make missed, one. missed punches and brawls and whatnot? They, they should make one for sure. I, I bet there's – and you're talking about the guys that are getting missed also have zero defensive training. Yeah. It's not like they're ducking and weaving. No, they're getting missed by by sheer grace yeah, of God not, and the, <laughs> the ungracefulness of the guy throwing the punch. Yeah, they're not uh, rope a How many Tommy John surgeries were required after, like, full force punches <laughs> missed and did not hit target? They're so bad. It's crazy because, dude, many of these relief pitchers, if you're in a bar and the guy's giving you the mean look, down the bar and you're going oh it's going to be bad news you're looking at this dude like this is going to be bad for me right the guy's six four built like a brick shit house and he's looking at you like he wants to kill you he runs at you you have no idea he's going to swing wildly like <laughs> uh do you remember michael jackson fought reggie miller back in like 90 something michael uh, jackson i'm michael sorry jordan. michael jordan yeah, like... michael jordan <laughs> michael jackson was like stop shooting three pointers <laughs> no but jordan and miller were jaw jacking and uh He's just throwing open-handed. Jordan. Like, Jordan is just throwing like these claw open-handed. <laughs> oh, I remember like being a huge Jordan fan and being like, oh, yeah. boy. No. That wasn't, don't do that again. And that's why you, you, <laughs> you're you glad, as far as I know, you never saw, you never had like Bo Jackson never got in a fight because you, you don't want to, like they say, don't meet, you don't want to meet your heroes. You also don't want to see your heroes that aren't fighters fight. I think, it turns out uh, the guy who could fight, uh, that super racist guy. 
John Rocker? Yeah, Rocker. Yeah, I think he got in a couple scraps. I think he yeah. landed a couple good ones. Yeah. So it's like, he's also a bad person, and, and he's got bad <laughs> intentions, and he can land some. So look out for that guy. Well, again, like you said, without any real defensive uh, abilities, it, it, it shouldn't be too terribly hard. These are these are not small men by any stretch of the That's imagination. My point, is I'd be scared if any of them came running at me. Yeah. Just pull, for sure, but just, they go. They just go pull guard and wait for him to pass out. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's something that happens when you get into when you actually get in the majors. Or like, listen, this dude is never really going to hit you. Like, no matter how bad we have this contract that we all, you yeah. know, through, through our through our union that we all signed, it, it'll just be errant punches. So don't worry. <laughs> if one hits you, it won't be totally by accident. What if you were the manager and you had a guy in your team that was terrible at baseball, but he was a very he was very good defensive fighter. Like, like he had, a, like he's a Wing Chun so expert. Like, a, like, like he just a, elbows up. Right? Like you have a Bob Probert on your team, just specifically, <laughs> yeah. like a Stu Grimson, a goon that's yeah. playing. Like you know, we'll put him in right field, and Not that'll, to be the, fight. that'll be just the guy. That'll be the guy. Start fighting. Let the other guy punch himself out. Yeah. Or if anybody does come at your pitcher, he just comes right out of right field. So maybe when they retire, like when cops retire and they go work as like court security, they have X. Hockey players retiring from hockey and they come and play like a, yeah, you know, just a BS position. When they put the shift on, they put them on the place where nobody's going to hit the ball and they're just yes. there to make sure yes. nobody touches Gretzky, like a Lou Dombrowski type fellow <laughs> yeah. from Hessville would just be on. He just sit on the bench and he would just be like, "You throw like a bitch," and just like keep yelling. And eventually, when things got mad, the benches would clear, but he would be in the forefront. And when their star pitcher comes to attack him, he just elbows up, and the guy punches his elbows and ends up breaking some knuckles and. Now you're now the other guy's out there, best relief pitcher. I mean, I think I used to read these books, and I forget, but they're not so great moments in sports or something like that, or not oh, so yeah. great moments in baseball. I had like volumes one through five when I was a I teenager. I remember those, yeah. And I think back, and I go, "Would you want to be the the you know if they were telling a funny story about baseball, like dude, you got knocked out seven times, or you you know you, you had some statistic where you were like you were a decent middle of the road yeah. baseball player, but you were a straight bitch when it came to like field fights." Like yeah. you just always mouthed off and got that shit. Knocked that out and of being you. the manager that shit his pants the most amount of times <laughs> yeah. would be the worst. But back to the manager guy though, you know that you got absolute chronic, the chronic runs right. You're mm-hmm. not you're not going to make it through the next sixty pitches. So you go out there and just go like, I can't believe you made that call. And the guy's like, Yeah, uh, you got to go sit down. He's like, No, 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 you got to throw me out. Yeah, too. like you got to get out. You got to say something. He's like, What? He's like, I. I got, I got about, I'm honestly, I got about 45 seconds from this exact moment. You need to throw me out. So he just has to like throw his hands up and be like, Hey, um, well, you're think, really bad at making calls. I didn't care for your decision making. And the guy's got to go, you're out of here. I, I know there's a great difference like, between children and adults when it comes to holding it. Okay. Is there, but is there a I fancy would say, word for holding it? I don't know. But I would say that in all the years of baseball, you know, a lot of times in Little League, they're like, they're the coaches yelling from third base, like, hey, Stevie's got to poop. You got to time out. We got to bring a substitute. Or they, they, just <laughs> won't even, they just won't even replace him on the field. They're like, it, it doesn't, we don't have anybody else, but it's fine. He's just going to go to the base. He's got to go right now. Left and right are going to cover it's, center. There has to be, it has to have happened in the majors where people aren't feeling all of a sudden they're like, uh oh. Do you know think I mean? about like how the much coke running long. Was, I think oh, how much for coke sure. Was so, the, no, but the coke's gonna. Probably... These guys are drinking in the dugout. They have to piss. It's like being in a swimming pool. Yeah, and never getting out and swimming for a full day. Your pitcher's like, no. just getting rocked. <laughs> you're like, dude, we just need these three outs, and you can't. You're like, I this may be. And the people in the bleachers are throwing beer and yelling at you and talking trash, and you're like, the last thing I can do is, is dump in my. Pants. Or you know, like the pitchers, like, hey, I got 
you know, it's pretty funky out here, and my my butt itches, and I can't scratch it because I'm on oh. on live television. Luckily, in here. baseball, they don't seem to care about that. Well, they scratch the front. I don't know about the back. The front, everyone's cool with. But if you got a guy digging in his ass on the mound, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little well, dude. It, like you said, it's super sweaty. <laughs> you got a little swass going on. Right. Like, what do you? What do you? I don't. You got to powder up, I guess, right? Well. I mean, I have special moves for that. Like when I'm at the park with my kids, there's other like adults around. It's like, man, yeah, adjustments need to be made. Every so, like, guy knows <laughs> those moves. Yeah, they're kind of like the high knee. Yeah, you sort of <laughs> look like you're just stretching your legs out. Like, oh man, these, these my legs are tight. Part of you may be stuck to another part of you. It just, it, but people just believe Dude. you farted. But <laughs> they're like, I don't know what he did. You're like, no, it was just a fart. That wasn't what you. you that was yeah. They fart. see you lifting your leg. You're like, no, I swear I didn't fart. They're like, we're hoping you farted. <laughs> ah, all right. Uh, I mean, then yeah, I farted. <laughs> okay. I mean, is that less gross than what I was really doing? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Guys yes. are the worst. We're disgusting. Yes, they are. You know, dude. Speaking of guys being disgusting, if we do we have to sit a couple of minutes. Mm. All right. Um. I've become addicted to buying stuff online. Now, I know it's bad. I know you should go to mom and pop stores, but my hot sauce collection is starting starting to really get impressive to, for my standards anyway. But um, I've bought shirts offline now. I was, uh, Facebook and these other sites keep giving me ads for shorts. Dude, I bought a shirt. Okay, you know what like a fishing shirt is? Mm-hmm. No. It's okay. a fishing shirt. Well, it's like, like a long sleeve shirt that's made of super light, breathable fabric. So it's... It stops you from getting burnt, and um, but doesn't make you like hot. It, okay, like if you're gonna like be it's made a, of gauze, almost. It's made of really, really breathable fabric. So, like if you're gonna be fishing all day, you you don't want to be in the elements all day. It will protect you from the sun. Yeah, ultraviolet. Yeah, rays. it's like that. I bought one of those. Oh, dude, now I'm inundated with all these shorts that you can wear these in the pool or in a business and meeting. hacky sacks. Yeah, well, yeah. Visors, hacky sacks. ponchos, body glitter. One of those uh, rain sticks. Super, super high-waisted shorts with your butt hanging out. No, um, but now now they're trying (laughs) Just hemp necklaces. Cool metal ones that Godsmack wears. Um, But now they're trying to get me to wear these shorts that, like, you can wear in all times and terrains. And I'm so gullible. I'm like, those do look pretty awesome. I should buy some. But the kicker, what's killing me is uh, we talk about not having shame a lot. Like, we talk about, like, a shame went the way of the dodo, and I'm probably part of that problem as well. But, dude, products for guys now, it, it it used to be under the guise of, like, make sure you're, because we're talking about this hot weather, right? Oh, it's going to be hot and balmy out there. Make sure you freshen up before you hit the trail, blah, blah. Not anymore, dude. The ads are just like, yo, your balls are gross, right? Like, put this stuff on them. Like, it, yeah, and it'll be like, gross balls be gone. Will be the name of the product. Yeah, it'll be like, and they're like, we're not even going to send it in a nondescript <laughs> package. It's going to come in and it's going to say, you know, ball sweat be gone. Yeah. Clearly on the no, package. No, but it used to be like, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's baby powder, but you can also do whatever you want. But now. No, it's just like, hey, dude, uh, is your ass super gross? Here, put this stuff on it. And no, it, they're saying, hey, dude, your ass is super gross. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a question. There's no question. Yeah, and then like they have video commercials now of guys that look disgusting. That are just Where the dumb. guy looks at his, his ass in the mirror and he has a disgusted face. I wish it was that subtle. <laughs> they're, just, they're just like dumping stuff in their shorts. Um, just shows a, a pulsing red zone in the area of his ass and like dude, some sort I, of- a, I'm constantly getting commercials for- this is the best underwear you'll ever buy. Mack Weldon mm-hmm. underwear, some other places. And it's like, they go on for 
paragraphs or minutes, depending if it's audio or written, about how great it's going to make your junk feel. And it's just like, whoa, 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 dude. Like, like slow I'm down. I'm into that, though, because I'll just... tell you what, a good pair of socks will make your day. No, I get, so... I get that quality matters, but it's so weird that now it's just like, there's no, it used to be like, hey, these are the most comfortable. Now it's like, yo, uh, your balls will never be happier. Like, it's so crude. And there's these manscaping products now. They're all for like self grooming. Yes. They're like you know, you know, they're all for grooming. And uh, and it used to be like, I don't know. You used to just steal clippers. You used didn't to open have a talk about it. You had a separate pair of clippers that just got kept under the sink or something. Now it's like, hey man, there's pictures of a guy trying to shave his balls and nicking himself, <laughs> right. and there's like blood on the floor. Don't be that guy, dude. Yeah, it's like, are you tired of nicking your dick when you're? And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's so. <laughs> I didn't gross. even agree that I was doing any of this. Yeah, I, um, first of all, We're, now it's a foregone conclusion. No, nobody's nicking the. No, but let me just <laughs> let me just take a step back. Yeah, but uh, it's awful because yeah, no. they're they're so shameless. But then when the, when I'm done being offended by them, I'm like, yeah, but I if it works, you know what I mean? Like, it's still I'm so gullible that I'm like, maybe well, I do need a special razor that won't. That's like I can't up. I can't stop on TV seeing the ads for like it started out where like every now and then you'd be like they would have a discreet ad about erectile dysfunction and it would be like yeah. a baseball player that was pitching and then it would show him like rubbing his shoulder and it's like not pitching as hard as you used to <laughs> right, you know and right, that would be right, it right, and he'd be right. like hey and he'd wink and he'd be, and then he'd be like yeah I've been uh, going out with the wife and drinking this uh, this green drink and now I'm pitching a lot better you can yep. be pitching better too but now it's just straight up yeah. like you need hymns. Right now. Right. You need right. it. Yeah, it used to And be even like, if you don't need it, you should try it anyway because it'll make what you do better. Period. Right. So let's send you out. Might a, give a, you a headache, <laughs> but dude, your boner is going to be unreal. Right. Yeah, it used to be like if you lost a couple miles off your fastball, yeah, right. let's, get, let's get you pitching in top shape for him. Right. No. It's It'd be tra- like Tom Seaver. You know, and he, or like, remember when Tommy Lasorda used to do the, uh, the lasagna? It'd be Slim like, fast. this is me back in the day when I used to eat oh. a lot of lasagna. Yeah. This is and me looking like, gross as shit. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. I'm not as much of a fat fuck as I used to be. Now look how less disgusting I am. Yeah, then you see him six months later. He's a fat fuck again. Super All fat. Over. He's fatter than he was before because it's like, <sighs> you know, now they you know they didn't have Photoshop back then. So Tommy right, had to at right. least suffer for a little bit before he went back to being but yeah, himself. It used to be like, take her out and show her who you really are, you know? And now it's like, there's a guy that walks, like Tom Selleck walks up and goes, dude, what's wrong with your dick? <laughs> right. Uh, as a matter of fact, like like our earlier statement, I'm just gonna tell you there's something wrong with yeah. it. We need we're gonna help you out. Yours, mine, everybody's. It's you cool. need to buy these. You're gonna have a super <laughs> bad like, headache. If if you're fine, you're gonna have a headache. But like they're they're marking it so hard. It's like I guarantee there's 19 year olds that are that are out there. Just oh, going like, without a doubt, that yeah. are just going like I'll just take it in case. When I'm not sniffing Adderall, I'm sniffing Hims. But <laughs> right, and it's like yo, it's just gonna increase your blood flow. You're good on that end. But it's you know what I mean. It's all if you ever. Hopefully, a lot of people do. But if, if you listen to Nick DiPaolo, he always talks about how, like, probably within the last ten years, all commercials have turned. And this is his, so I'm just repeating it. But all commercials have turned to into the man being completely a useless, 
almost unisex douche. Oh, Carol has like, been saying that for years. And then too. his then his wife is like handling the baby. She's vacuuming. She's closing a business deal. She's cooking dinner, and yeah. he's on the couch like, oh no. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah, the wife went for a jog, and like there's smoke coming from the toaster, and the blender's shooting. I was like, damn, retarded. <laughs> it's brutal. Right, and so that's yeah. all part of this because now they're just going. Women are are taking over the marketing world and just saying, "Hey, here's a lot of gross things about dudes, and we're gonna have other dudes that dudes respect tell them, I'm yeah. gross. And clearly, if if I Brad Pitt am gross, you're really gross. If Tom Selleck's junk isn't working, yours is. You know what? I appreciate awful. the fact that you still use him as the gold standard, as do I. With that mustache, what to say, Mark Harmon, Tom Selleck, George Clooney? Yeah, he's, you know, he's. I would liberal. say Brad Pitt, but like, but... yeah. I would say Ryan Reynolds, but people have heard me go on that road before. If well, it's good enough for Ryan Reynolds, it's good enough for you. I can't go. I'm not going to go into it uh, as we close out here. I just want to tell you, I did see every episode of Black Mirror. And, oh. Uh, there's one called, and I'm just, I don't want to talk about it because I'm still disturbed. Okay. It's called Spitting Cobras. Is the most disturbing episode of any the video show. Game one? Dude, it is the Oh dude. It is the cr- it, it is affects you for I, days. I don't it? even know I remember telling people about it. I was like, hey dude, have you seen spinning cobras? You don't know how uh, you feel about it, do you? I don't. <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> oh, understand what, what happened. Yeah. I you do, do. Un- no, I do, but I don't I it's it dude. If you've not seen this uh. episode, Put aside going to your kids. This new season wasn't that great, but that one sticks that was, with you. I think that was the finale. Oh, Either that thought, or it was, it was either the first, first or the finale. The one, one of the yeah. one, I always get them in bed. It doesn't but, matter. It's Netflix. You can watch whatever you, you want. All I can tell you is this. It doesn't matter if it was the first or last. It's the only one that matters. It's the last because one for it, you. You... <laughs> <laughs> Remember before when you said about you're like, hey, listen, the thing is you can't binge it because you should not. The thing is you need time to digest each episode. Yeah, and that's true. And ultimately, my review on Black Mirror is it's it's one of the best so shows good. out there. Um, some episodes are sevens and others are tens, but I don't believe anything falls below a seven. Nothing's less than a four, but but, but or a five. And I'll tell you, they they choose a lot of really, really, really attractive. Female actress. They'll get, they'll get real. <laughs> like, that's like a female astronaut. Well, these days, you know, <laughs> however they choose, whatever. That's, uh, they get some big names, though. Oh, yeah. Like, because a lot of them would be people you don't know, but then they'll sneak in some of them. Yes. Like, I think I know that person. Oh, they're in a million things. Yeah. Dude, yeah. the one. Tell I think me, people want it. Like, people, it's like one of those shows where people volunteer. They're like, hey, I'm assuming this, this. I have no idea, but they're like, I'll take less than whatever the standard. Do it for scale. Yes, that's what I meant. Scale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you tell me you saw the one where I've seen every, them all, where everyone has DVRs built into their eyeballs. Yeah, the well, there's two. I think so, about that seven times a day. The one where the the the, the chick has uh, the gets jealous pregnant. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he finds they. She had a baby, and then he realizes by going back, it's potentially the other dudes. Well, is that the same one where he goes to a dinner party? Yeah. And he sees her talking yeah. to some guy, and he's yeah, like, oh, and he ends up jealous. Like using broken glass to, like... Oh, dude, yeah, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't, yeah. yeah, no. That I think about that one constantly. I think every time I do something that I feel ashamed of, I go, boy, if I could replay that, like... Or if, it just, if you have a conversation with somebody, and, like, you go, why did I say that? That was so dumb. I would go back every time and be like, you couldn't have thought of anything better than that? <laughs> Or why don't you just keep your dumb mouth shut? I, I did a take luck, the a Brian Regan take luck, and what that is, is <laughs> yeah, Brian yeah. Regan has this joke where he says like, "Have you ever get in a situation where you're trying to say one thing and another thing at the same time instead of like, 
like take care and good luck. You t- take luck. Yeah. And I, do, I did this the other day well, where I was goes, talking Have a nice on the trip phone. And you go, you too. <laughs> I was on the phone and I was waiting on hold and the person picked up and I go, I'm doing great. Thanks. <laughs> and the person's like, hello. And I go, oh, uh, I yeah. Said, I said carry out or delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward because the, the guy that sits in the cubicle next to me is looking at me like they didn't say anything. Why are you saying thanks? Oh, oh, how great awesome. you. But I just assume that's part of the first conversation. Hey, how you doing? This is so-and-so. How's your day going or how you doing? But yeah. anyway, Watch Black, Black Mirror. Mirror, it's a must. Spitting Cobras, it will change your life. You know what happened, though? Ever the spitting cobras, <laughs> spitting cobras. Yeah, it doesn't matter what happened. My story sucks. The spitting cobras. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, we'll talk to you next week. That is episode two twenty four. Later. Sunday morning, man. She woke up fighting mad, bitching and moaning on and on about the time I had. And by Tuesday, you could say that girl was good as gone. Scratch off ticket, bought two 12 packs.
sent a tank of gas with it. She swore they were a waste of time, all oh, but she was wrong. 